Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. You've been listening If I were not a man, I would like to be a bird. As I am a man, I do the next best thing and ride a bicycle. Pedal your blues away. Forget all your troubles away. on those blues, lift the cadence rate, slow it down, pull on the long, sl- long-fingered long gloves because <laughs> winter is here. A lovely bright sky here in Melbourne, a freezing northerly wind and a gibbous moon sitting high in the sky. You're listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show here at Radical Radio 3CR. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now! and the News from America. As usual, I'm joined on the social by Faith. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Val. I trust your wind-assisted ride was quick and sleek this morning. It, it was pretty uh, good this morning, although I know there's a few uh, closed path bits and uh, the uh, that path you ride through Edinburgh Gardens on is currently closed to through traffic, pedestrians and cyclists. So I've never seen a big... What are they doing there? Sorry, I meant to look the other day. I rode past it on Saturday. It's getting bigger and bigger, that hole there. It's going to all be a skateboard. I should look at those. <laughs> I'm not sure. But a small detour yep. necessary at that point. It is a lovely track through there. Oh, we've got a bit of a show today, but a couple of ride reports are our main focus. We'll have a little bit of news and a little bit of events coming up. But first, um, Faith, a bicycle moment. You've been away for the weekend, storing them up. Um, yeah, so what's a bicycle boom. I guess a bicycle moment that uh, made a, a deep impression on me. Went for a ride on Saturday um, and uh, all uh, dirt, a um, little bit of effort, and uh, jumped on the bike Sunday morning and that... Uh, that uh, sit bone memory, <laughs> just <laughs> and and it takes you know maybe four or five k's to sort of stop feeling it. That was uh, yeah, that was my bike moment. Thinking, oh, that, Ooh. That, it totally took your mind off the fact that it was two degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, which is a good thing. Um, they have. Uh, we've had a couple of really nice days. But we've had a couple of very bad days. Look, I do a. Normally I do the, a nice, quiet um, 
capital city trail loop at some stage, make it interesting, do a couple of detours, and always interested in what you see as you roll along. It's not typically a bike moment um, story. I mean, walking around Melbourne at the moment, most people have... There's a lovely number of greyhounds walking around the streets of Melbourne, and obviously greyhounds being very thin-coated, they need a bit of help in the winter. So there must be a couple of firms that produce, they look like they're onesies virtually for greyhounds, come down nearly below their knees. And there are some quite lovely ones. I've seen one that's a take-off of the um, French Navy sailors' jacket, you know, the white and blue stripes and the red yep. trim. And some of you see those little puffers, like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's take him. I haven't seen any North Face ones yet, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, scrub that. Um, but this wonderful dog in a lovely red tartan, like outstanding tartan onesie, and a little sleeveless denim jacket on over the top of it. <laughs> with ACDC on the back. <laughs> it was a really, I know it's not a bike moment, it was just beautiful to see, actually. It was a lovely little part of Well, the, it's the things you see as you're riding. That's a bike moment. They are, it's, too. Uh, That's yeah. what it is. But anyway, but I, I, it was just perfect. Bon Scott <laughs> on four legs. <laughs> hmm. Oh, a bit of news. Um, a bit of news. Firstly, uh, thank you very much to everyone Ooh. who donated to the Radiothon. We have exceeded our target. We were given by the station and we've raised 2100 and something dollars. Yep. Um, and thank you very much to everyone who did that, either by ringing up the station or um, by using the Give Now uh, donation Um Really great to see so much support for the show and so many generous listeners. A lot of them are people who donate every year. So uh, we really do rely on the generosity of our supporters to stay on the air. And it's great, even in these um, increasingly harder times, to see that yeah. um, some people are able to go on doing that. And good to see. I think the 3CRs were nearly, 3CRs nearly hit its target. So Radical Radio stays on it. Yep, yep, great too, uh, and lots of really great programs across yes. the station that uh, we'll be able to stay on air for everyone. To bring more bike silliness to you. <laughs> um, what else is news? Melbourne City Council, a bit of a pause on the bike lanes. I know we've missed the show, so we haven't touched on this for a while. Well, they, the Melbourne City Council haven't paused the bike I sh- lanes. I should rephrase that, they, yes. um, they don't have any projects Ready, ready to go in the CBD, but the bike lanes around the CBD are going ahead. Yep. Um, there has been a, a mysterious pause on the Royal Parade programs that was a uh, letter was sent to residents last week. So um, yeah. still trying to find out what has caused that because the consultation was done and that was ready to go. But at Exhibition Street, portions of that temporary bike lane are now being made permanent. Yeah. Um, Flinders Street, the design phase is going ahead uh, and this is the effort to get more projects to the shovel point ready in the pipeline because that's been the hold-up for the yeah. CBD. That, um, Am I wrong or right? Has it got a fish planning yet, approval, the Flinders Street? No, they're about to start the design phase. Yeah, so, yep. Yep. sorry. Just... Um, 
And in further news for just a little bit away from the city, for the city of Moreland, there was an announcement this week from Ben Carroll that um, funding had been approved and work was going ahead on um, the final stage of the upfield shared path before the Western Ring Road. So that is from Faulkner up uh, Sages Road. Um, So that was announced also the installation of solar-powered LED lighting on some darker sections of the upfield shared path and extending the path between Sages Road and the Western Ring Road. What was confusing about this was that this same work was announced back in 2018 before the previous election. Yeah. So, um, and until recently, it was all on the Vic Roads website to be finished before the end of the financial year just finished. Whereas now it's uh, being given dates which are the lighting later this year and the extension of the upfield shared user path to the Western Ring Road early next year. The other thing about it is that the initial announcement before the previous election included um, a separated shared path on the Sages Road part, whereas now that has been downgraded to a 40 kilometre per hour shared zone. And I don't know if anyone knows that little section just before Gowrie Station, but you will be sharing with buses who also have to turn around there. It's yeah. a dead end for motor vehicles. And uh, there are a couple of sites that have very large industrial trucks. Yeah. So the instead of the separated shared path that was announced and funded before the yep. last election, we're, we're now getting a shared zone on the road um, and why this has taken a minimum of two elections, if not more, to to get done just uh, is the question everyone's asking. Didn't we do a show with... Um, <laughs> I've forgotten his name, an old critical masser from up there who was... This is yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. on this point. Yeah, it's... Um, so it's... Yeah, it's disappointing to see this. It seems to happen quite a bit with the state government at the moment. Um Announcements are made multiple times on pro- cycling projects, yeah. or and certainly in Moreland, they're consistently downgrading protected bike paths to on-road paths uh, or shared zones, yeah. and um, that's um, particularly when you contrast it to New South Wales, where you're getting the budget for active transport is twenty times what it is in Victoria, and yeah. um, certainly are much more enthusiastically pursued. Mm. Hard to get it out of a local council uh, uh, area into a state government um, area. Um, uh, it seems to be hard to translate the one to the t- the other one, doesn't it? Well, and often, yeah, these plans are developed with the council and, and we've seen with Cumberland Road in Pasco Vale, um, state government made a commitment to a protected bike lane there with council and then it just gets downgraded to an on-road painted bike lane um, to be delivered much later no, and no. Uh, with not providing the same level of protection for and the people the using it. without the fanfare that the original announcement had. Yeah, and yeah, re-announced, downgraded, 
and yeah, and the the stumbling block does seem to be there once things move on to the state government level. It's very tricky. Yep. Let's hope the strong opposition keeps their toes to the fire <laughs> and and makes them come up with with the funding heaps uh, straight away. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. Well, for some better news, actually. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting watching. Um, I mean, we can all see the. Uh, I mean, I've spoken about it a lot on the show. The rise of cargo bikes. Some fascinating figures out of England. The app, of course, with exploding uh, petrol prices all over the world, an absolute fifty to sixty percent increase in cargo bikes, and split about fifty fifty between businesses, small time deliveries, and young families yeah. with children. Yeah, uh, been quite fascinating to watch. I think it's running in about 60% electrified, which uh, adds to the ease of that. It's uh, getting a, It's always been gaining momentum. I mean, we've been talking about this for years, but to really watch it on steroids now has been fascinating. Yeah, and, and you know, where it's taking off as it gets bigger and bigger, it then creates another whole set of problems. So somewhere like Amsterdam where um, – you think, well, you, you already have the cycling infrastructure to support this business use. Yeah. They now have the problem where um, there are so many very large cargo bikes using the bike paths that people are being deterred from cycling. So they are um, – because they're large and they're carrying big loads, so they're electrified, so they're, they're often going faster. Um, so they're now um, – and it's the cyclist union who are agitating for this – wanting to introduce speed limits on bike paths because the presence of so many bigger bikes is yeah. uh, deterring individuals from who used to cycle from doing so. So it's, yeah, finding that balance. And as, as uh, these new uses become, instead of occasional, but yeah. dominant or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, much more to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other news? No? We'll begin it. We're going to be straight back after this to give you a taste of country Victoria and bushland in inner Melbourne. 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. And if you need to get away from Melbourne sometimes, what better way to head up into the last century? <laughs> Faith, you've been up to Donnelly for a while, up into the middle of the uh, heart of Victorians' wealth in the 1860s. We did. We went to Donnelly for a weekend of riding. Um, and, I, I mean, we, we do think of the Goldfields area as great for riding. and But I guess... I, I didn't have Donnelly on my radar. So um, so a friend mentioned uh, that there was a, a range of tracks through the forests there. So Donnelly's a little – it used to be a huge goldfields town. Um, it's now I think has about 800 people, but it's surrounded by farmland and 
some small state forests, the Wanyara State Forest, there's a Tarnagala State Forest, there's a whole range of them uh, and they're crisscrossed by gravel roads and dirt tracks and together through them there's a network of about 170 kilometres of these tracks. So um, we went up there for the weekend. There's a, a map you can find if you Google Dunnelly Cycle you'll find it on the Bendigo Tourism site and a few others. And there's a PDF with some of these routes marked out. Um, You can do follow those. They're quite well signed through the forest if you go in the same direction. If you go counterclockwise, you won't see signs. But there's coloured markers in arrows. Um, But what we did was put a couple together to make slightly longer routes and that way we could load it. Um, create a GPX and follow that, which was quite good because there are a lot of tracks crisscrossing the ones you're uh, riding on and it would be quite easy. I think stopping and constantly checking the map and that might be a bit tricky. Are these all new tracks or no. are just all existing tracks that just went through and, the forest? And a lot of them are uh, from the when this area was being dug up for gold. Yep. So... You know, I would definitely recommend getting off the track and following some of these ones crisscrossing it, but it is one of those areas you do need to be a bit careful. There might suddenly be a large hole. Um, (laughs) But that's what also made the ride, like, amazing, like lots of kangaroos, lots of wallabies, amazing bird life. Oh, yeah. Great wildflowers, little tiny bits of wattle coming out. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, that Flower that's the Victorian emblem, the red one. Is that's some a trivia sort of question. Peak? I should be able yeah. to get that. Um, <laughs> really, really beautiful, varied surface, some quite rocky, some very sandy, some in, and except for the one day where there was a little rain, it had not rained there for two weeks. So, yeah. in really nice condition. Yeah. Um, there are a few sections you will do on roads and Generally, roads with very low traffic, there was one road with a bit more traffic and people doing 100. Yeah. But often quite a big gravel shoulder, so you could move off if you wanted. Um, we were riding quite early on Sunday morning and there were still – there were a few trucks, cattle trucks, big yeah. trucks. But um, – and all these routes they've done, so they go through a town. And again, uh, <clears throat> some towns had um, nothing much. <laughs> And history, lots of history. Yep. But, um, you know, we we made one route that was about 58 kilometres and that went through a town where there was a pub and you could have had lunch, yep. um, except the owner was sick, so they weren't doing lunch. But there was a general store you could stock up. and So you're not far away from... You're never far away. Like, you know, you could at any moment turn around and go back to Donnelly yep. um, via a much more direct route than the one you were aiming to do. So... Yeah, but really, really magical, beautiful, beautiful little spots to ride through. Um, If I were going by train, I presume Castlemaine and then ride or? Well, Maryborough, the train goes to Maryborough and I think that's closer than Castlemaine. Um, I'd have to check, but yeah, that last bit, you're going to have to ride to Dunnelly. Um, And lots of places to stay. The pub does good food very lively place in the pub after a football win on the Saturday. Um, 
very friendly town and uh yeah really really you can spend a couple of days doing when we didn't do all the tracks um there's still a couple more to go back and do another time so and you didn't get crowded at did not see a single person riding through the forest did not see any other we saw one couple ride through town on bikes that looked like they were from the 1890s bit of cosplay as well. So, uh, um, and we did see a couple of cars with bikes on them, but did not see a single person in the forest on the trails for the whole weekend. Had it to ourselves. We were all on gravel bikes. Yep. um, Or one fat-tired mountain bike. Uh, They are labelled as mountain bike trails. Yep. But... um, But you don't need... You don't need a mountain bike, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was lovely and beautiful sunny weather. So just the most gorgeous yep. way to spend the weekend. Great oh. to get some fresh air and sunshine on a bike. Making me feel warm already. Uh, <laughs> well, it was about it was about two degrees in the mornings when we started. So we, we did take all our winter riding gear, but yeah. It's a perfect segue to my little ride report. <laughs> um, Nano and I, one of my daughters, I think we've done, this must be our six or seven together, and I think I've done ten or so Roubaix. It is the first one I've ever bailed on. <laughs> and the funny part about it was it wasn't with the heavy heart that I did it. No. I've got to tell you. I'm not, I've, I haven't spoken. Good on you to, for starting. Oh, well, it was lovely. It was a lovely morning. Yeah, yeah. It really was. We left home, you know, old Chirpa. Um, it was a lovely ride up. Um, <laughs> where am I going to start this? Um, look, it was... Um, Oh, God, I felt uh, for Andy. A good crowd show up. Very hard for me to judge the crowd because it was a a different bit of a start point. But, um, you know, just uh, tall bikes, you know, cargo bikes, plenty of fancy dress. Looks like there was still that great enthusiasm for the fancy dress effort. Fancy dress is still still a thing, which is hilarious, you know. Lots of matching outfits from all different things. Um, hasn't sound system on bicycles gone berserk? <laughs> Every fourth bike has got its own sound system now, actually, which was quite, I find, very fascinating, of course. Mm. But um, uh, so the lovely range of bikes. Um, now, if I. I'm going to – I didn't bring my map with me. But the start was virtually on the Darabin Creek Trail, yeah. fairly far north. And I've got to say and, – and then a, a big circle through all those parks there. I had never but seen some of those parks. I've been to – you know, when the um, um, steeplechasing uh, – not steeplechasing. <laughs> was on in um, – what's it called? Yes. Which had <laughs> cycling sport where you ride from one steeple to another in the European towns over fences oh, and jumps. Yeah. Sorry, and that, they used to they, they had a ride in the Darabin yeah. Park there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the first uh, the uh, Nana we only lasted about an hour and a half, I think. But we got the first five or six sectors done, and 
I had never seen some of that parkland before. <laughs> it is quite wonderful up there. Yeah. There's some spots up there. I can imagine on a quiet morning, I mean, without 500 cyclists riding through it, it's a, there are some lovely spots up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and vowed to go back because it's obviously we missed a couple of uh, bits there. And you're talking about gravel bikes. The first, I think the first... Well, the, the route, not let alone the sectors in the first hour and a half. Yes, you needed a gravel bike. <laughs> so I did it on my old rally. As you can imagine, a city bike with mud guards. Uh, and uh, then I rode a little rally 20. I had to carry a stick with me because we could only, some of those things, we could only get 50 metres and have to stop. Yeah, get the mud out. Get the mud out. Ride on. Get the mud out. Ride on. But look, at uh, a fun day. Uh, uh, it took us a while to defrost when we got home. And <laughs> look, to anybody who finished, um, you know, kudos to them. It was a, it was a tough first hour and a half before they crossed town. But and then the rain started. And then the rain started. <laughs> oh, but it's been so cold. I mean, you yeah. you just couldn't take it. And um, trying to pull the map out, answer the question, pouring rain, wet gloves. Yeah. I mean, I had a waterproofs on, but it just still doesn't yeah. stop you from that biting cold. And uh, you start to get a little bit when you were saying, you know, hungry and angry, you really start to <laughs> yes. worry about where you're going. The, uh, the reserves for staying nice are low. <laughs> they they are, especially when, I mean, I, you know, yeah, you're getting off and pushy a lot of the time because it was just physically impossible to ride some of those things. Um, up to some of the hills that we went through at the early start, I really, um, I didn't see any of the cargo bikes do it. I mm. mean, the poor things, so uh, mm. it would have been really hard work. But everybody seemed to be in good spirits, i got to say. You know, yeah, everybody was I think very everyone's helpful. just happy to see it back. Yep, and, and um, after a couple of years, it is back. It is back. Yeah. So yep. well done, Andy. Um, and well done to everyone who, uh, who even started. Good on you. Yep. And uh, it's the the spirit of Roubaix lives yeah, on. Exactly. If you didn't finish it like me this year, you're well. You, I'm going to be really focused on finishing <laughs> the next one. <laughs> oh, Andy, just I've got to get a gravel bike to do it though. Shortly, <laughs> um, have we got anything coming up? We've got news and events. Look, I was trying to track down a full moon ride for next week. I must have. An, I must have a look. I couldn't find it on the web, so. If anybody's out there, if we find it, we'll put a link up. We'll put a link up in the podcast. It'll be due next week. It'll be the uh, nice winter. And I'll also put a link up to the Donnelly Cycle Tracks. Yeah. uh, It's a great spot. The reason we booked it for a winter trip is we thought if the weather is awful and you don't want to ride, there's plenty of craft beer and (laughs) scrapyards in the region to keep us entertained for a weekend. So it's, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's got that going for it. it, it They sound, um, sounds like a lovely little town stuck in a nice period. (laughs) 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 And that That is is it. all we have time for today. Coming up next is... is... She-bop. Uh, yes. 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.